What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine and Caroline. And welcome back to our second video podcast. If you are listening slash watching on Spotify or YouTube, you can be watching. If you're listening anywhere else, you can still listen. You're not left out, but <laughs> it is fun if you guys can watch. We're really excited about you now being able to watch our podcast, too. Yay. Yay. This is an episode where I feel like it's one of those where I am, like, almost a little, like, pent up for it. Like, I sit <laughs> down and it feels like, oh, like, XL. Like, I feel like I have a lot to say. Or, like, a lot of feelings to come out, maybe. And I think these are some of the best episodes because it's, like, when you really just feel like you need to to say something and let something out. It's usually those things that other people need to hear and can really relate to and benefit from as well. So today we're talking about how to deal with life going wrong. Because sometimes, sometimes everything just, just feels wrong. wrong. Like right now, maybe a little bit. Sometimes... Life just feels like it's not going your way, and it's hard, and we all go through it, but sometimes it's like a prolonged like period of time. Long. We'll talk about that, though. We'll talk about kind of the times where it's just a really bad day or bad week or kind of a short amount of time, and sometimes it's a really long-ass time, and that's super frustrating and super irritating, and you gotta deal with it somehow. Somehow. So we'll get into that, but before yeah. we do, we'll do a little recap of... The past week. Yeah. I mean, since last time we talked to you, I guess one of the biggest events is our first video episode going out because that was exciting. It's something that we've been working on and preparing for for a little while. And so that first video episode going out was super exciting. If you guys haven't gone and watched it, it's our episode 25, What is a Balanced Lifestyle? We talk all about what a balanced lifestyle means to us, what it looks like to us if you're watching. And so that was exciting to have that out and to get the positive feedback and hear what you guys thought about it we went to all you can eat sushi with one of our friends which was really fun we were there from like 6 30 to like 10 it was at least three hours we were there for so long because they would bring one individual piece of sushi. like every time it was just one piece of sushi because it was so busy the restaurant was so busy so it was taking forever to get through all the orders because we were sitting by the bar so we could see them everyone making all the sushi and all the orders coming and all the the orders coming out there was such a long line of little order ticket after little ticket and i felt so bad there were only two guys working Mm -hmm. and there was just so much going on but it was but it was really good like sushi has always been one of my top foods ever and i've never done an all-you-can-eat sushi before and i feel like it's something that i've always wanted to do but of course you're always a little bit skeptical, like, what's the quality going to be like? All you can eat right, sushi, you like, eat really? Anything. I can eat as much as I want? <laughs> like, what's that going to be like? But it was super good. It was actually really good. So we went with a friend, but I want to take our parents there, because I think that would be a really good time. I go back. No, I want sushi. We should go tonight. I would go tonight. We're going to sushi tonight. I would go tonight. So maybe we'll go tonight. Um, but it was great. Sushi was great. And the idea that, like, you just pay up front, and then... It's literally better if you order more. Usually you go to a restaurant or something where you order multiple things like sushi or like tapa kind of thing. And you say like, what? Like I'm saying like if you go to a place where you order like a bunch of small no, dishes. I heard like you. sushi's you said, are tapas, not tapa tapas. You said tapa. <laughs> like that kind of vibe. Usually every extra order you're like, Oh, do I really need to get that because I have to pay an extra like ten dollars or something? No, but this is like it's like you it's should order more. Financially You're being financially responsible yes. by ordering an obscene yes, amount. So. Exactly. It's the best. It was such a good feeling. 
because you don't think about it. Every time you place an order, it's like zero dollars, zero dollars. And actually, if you think about it as a, as a businesswoman in your head, the cost of everything goes down the more you right. order. It's financially responsible. Exactly. What can I say? So that was great. We also went to the beach with our family. So true. Which is kind of an example of... Did it prompt what we're talking about today? A little bit. Slightly. It's it's kind of an example of how sometimes you get in periods of life where it just feels like everything has a roadblock. Like everything is fighting against you in a sense. And that's kind of how we've been feeling for a little while now. And so we were trying to help that situation by taking a beach day with our family. No, because we said we're all just... There's a lot of frustration with... I mean, there's been a lot of challenges living in a new place, and especially with COVID right now, there's so many restrictions, and it's really difficult. So we were like, you know what? It's the weekend. We're going to the beach. Family beach day. Everyone pack it up. We got a beach umbrella. Everyone go. Like, everyone get As in the four of us. The two of us and our family. As in the four of us. Our parents. We were like, we're going to the beach because... That surely going to the beach isn't going to have any frustrations. All we're going to do is sit on the beach in the sun and have a nice time. Mm. No. And to lead up to this event, actually, we've been living in Singapore for at least two months now, and our family has not once gone to the beach together. And we've only been once. Once, literally not once, twice. Because it's always been a challenge. That's kind of what we're experiencing with life right now, that everything life just feels just more challenging, so challenging than it should. And so we've only gotten to the beach here once because even though we're right by the equator and even though singapore is technically an island it's not easy to get to the beach and also it rains all the time too so every time we make plans to it gets rained out and i know we're talking about like the beach and weather and you're like how like oh you're going to the beach was tough like life's so challenging no this was was kind of like the cherry cherry on top. top like literally this the like last straw yeah um like we're i know we're talking about the beach but like yeah, there's th- so much. This more. was like a cherry on top <laughs> moment. So basically, two months later, we finally, the four of us, get to the beach together. We show up at the beach. We have all of our stuff. We're ready to go. We're on like actually, and then we just keep we're walking because it's gated off and gated off, and we can't get in the beach because actually you have to like schedule a slot at the beach, and we didn't know that because we hadn't been on a weekend before, and you only have to do it on the weekend, so we didn't have a slot. But no problem, we can go just reserve one. Like, we can get one right now. It's totally fine. Except for the fact that the beach was closing at 1 p.m. And it was 12.55. So the, the exact time that, like, we're at the beach. The beach It just happens closing. to be closed? No, because picture, picture the frustration of this situation. As, like, silly as it might sound. Like, you've, you've been having a really hard time and... You the know, beach is going to solve beach is all like of our the happy problems place. right now. The beach is supposed to solve all your problems. You show up at the beach, and the beach is gated off. It's closed. And there are guards there who say, do you have a reservation to be at the beach? Have you have you put your information in online to tell the government that you're going to be at the beach? No. And we say, oh, we didn't know that we needed to do that. How do we do that? And they're like, well, you can do it online, except the beach is closing and between 1 and 2. And we're like, what do you mean the beach is closing? Why is the beach closing? And he goes, I don't know, maintenance? Management. Management. I don't know. Management. Management. So anyway, we went to go get lunch, except we also didn't have a reservation for lunch because we weren't planning on it. Um, but finally, we waited and we got a table, and it turned out to be fine. Mm-hmm. We went to the beach. 
it was fine. Yeah, and we <laughs> sat at the beach, and it was it was fine. And actually, like when we were there, that was probably one of the highs of the week was sitting at the beach for a couple hours and being in the fine. sun. It was like the one day that it was sunny because the past literally mm-hmm. month has been raining. Yeah. It was nice to, like, finally, like, lay down carefree at the beach, just finally have that beach moment. It was just so ironic. The thing that was supposed to kind of alleviate all of that stress and stuff had so much more stress and another roadblock to get there, which was just kind of a metaphor of how everything Has in life recently. is feeling right now, which is is just life going a little bit wrong for you, which happens to and all I of mean, us And I mean, like, point. the world is kind of in the same position. Yeah. Nothing's quite going right. Yeah. I think it's probably a feeling that a lot of people are feeling right now in the state of the world, but also the state of the world for the past couple of years, because, like, that's the truth. Like, nothing has been right for... I think we're coming up on the two-year anniversary of when they told everyone two weeks until you can go back to school. Like, I think I saw TikToks of that. So it just kind of shows that, like... Things haven't been right for most people for a long time now. And I think it's worth talking about how that is a normal human experience, but not an enjoyable one, and how to deal with those emotions and feelings and times. Highs and lows of the week. My high was probably the sushi, if I'm being honest. Actually, because since then, I have been like dreaming of the moment that we can go back there. Okay, well, we'll go back tonight. My sushi, for some reason, all of my orders, like, none of them came, so... That's true, you had to order things, like, I don't think it would have been my high of the week, but I had to order things, like, so many times before they actually showed up. Showed up. Um, my, My high of the week was I made these, like, protein raspberry pancakes. No recipe, I just make it and hope for the best. I, like, cut into it, I made a video of it, so you can see that on TikTok when I post it, but I cut into it for the video, and it was, it looked good, but it wasn't like a nice stack cut, you know what I mean? It was just like, oh, she's cutting it. And then I was sat down to actually eat it, and I cut into it, and it was, like, gorgeous. It oh, was good. so pretty, and I was like, oh. Anyway, that was my Heather week. Cause the it was, pancakes. It looked pretty. They looked yeah. good, and they smelled good, and actually, if I remember correctly, I did have um, a nibble of one of them, and it was good. Say the word nibble. <laughs> Didn't you make another batch of pancakes? Yeah, I, did. I feel Those like you made really... multiple batches of pancakes this week. Well, I do this twice. I love making those. Twice is multiple. I'm, I used to make those all the time. Low protein, homemade oat pancake action. It's literally, it's like baked oats, just in a different form. What's the recipe? <laughs> Don't, you can't what are the ingredients? Like that. The ingredients? What are the ingredients? An egg, protein powder, a banana. Are there oats in it? Oats, yeah. And... I didn't have baking soda, well, for, but I feel you like put that raspberries in I'd it. I put raspberries in to make it like red, mm-hmm. little food coloring. I feel like baking soda. Nature's is... food coloring. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my high sushi, your high pancakes. High being food, that makes sense. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. Low, 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 low. What is, like, one, a specific low? Like, a low moment? A specific low. Honestly, this week, I, I feel like I have been actively trying to, like, have myself together and stuff. So, no, like, big low jumps out at me. Other than the fact that I feel like it, it has been a bit just of a overall. fight and a challenge to keep myself together right. overall. It just, it takes so much extra. When you're in a phase where life is challenging, like... 
everything takes so much work and that's pretty irritating yeah it's always like you know how when everything feels good and in alignment in your life then everything is so much easier things just like happen naturally yes. you're like oh yes. i just like working made a really out cool eating breakfast. well being social being productive getting your work done like those things literally come easily when you feel right. good and you're in a especially good especially social life like i yeah. think that's a huge indicator of whether life's going well or not going well is like how easy your social life is that i guess my kind of low is just the overall feeling that like things are taking a bit more extra effort these days yeah for sure and a goal of mine oh my goal is i want to um eat lunch on the roof one day oh that's nice because the roof is pretty that is nice we never go up there Mm -hmm. my goal is to make prettier breakfasts or like be more intentional with making my breakfast because like breakfast is one of my favorite times of the day I like to take that time for myself but lately I feel like I've just been rushing through those like special moments and like not appreciating them or something but Uh, breakfast special moments it is it so is and I just think back like the happiest best times in my life like are in alignment of when I like make really pretty nice breakfast because I'm just like prioritizing those little things for myself and being more appreciative of like the things that I really like and being more like intentional and focused with them and so I think that doing that one thing will trickle down into the effort and the good vibes in other areas of my life. Did you make breakfast today? Yeah, I had a yogurt bowl with passion fruit and papaya and granola and banana and a little bit of maple syrup on top. So yeah, I you ate my papaya. Some of it, I left you some. No one invited you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you ate the two passion fruit things that I got the other day. Do you remember that? Yeah. And so that's my goal because I think that when you can do one thing like that, especially in the beginning of the day it helps you, like, kind of have momentum and good vibes for the rest of it. Momentum and good vibes. Now let's talk about the bad vibes. If you love listening to Girls With Goals and other podcasts like ours, and you've ever thought about making your own, then let's talk about Anchor. First off, it's free, which is amazing because there are so many cool things you can do with Anchor to make your podcast a reality. You can record and edit right on Anchor using your phone or your computer, and then Anchor will distribute your episodes to Spotify, Apple, Anywhere you want your podcast, Anchor does it for you. Anchor works with Spotify, so you can add any song straight from Spotify into your podcast. You can even make money off of your podcast through Anchor. It's really just everything you would need or want in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages, maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Caroline and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer, listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly. And the best thing about Rosetta Stone is that Rosetta Stone offers a lifetime membership. So you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons, all the languages, 
forever. So I've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my Mandarin and let me tell you, Rosetta Stone is incredible. The way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my Mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch. Of course, they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive. You learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this ambition card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the ambition card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The ambition card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. So sometimes life just feels like it's going wrong. It happens. And I think that we can experience this in two ways. One, on more of a macro scale of a more long, drawn-out period of time where life just doesn't feel right or doesn't feel like how you think it should feel like for you. And then also on a micro scale with, like, little things can really throw you sometimes. Like, like a bad day or week or like one, one interaction thing. with a person you know right. i feel like the micro stuff is maybe like tangible things mm-hmm. because obviously like they come quicker and they go quicker but things like if you're going through your day and like you, when you have a bad day and it seems like literally everything is going wrong yeah you can kind of pinpoint those things mm-hmm. almost even though maybe there wasn't a reason for it, you can be like, oh, I spilled my coffee on myself and, like, my car broke down and also I stubbed my toe and also, like, I was right, late. Right. It's all piling up, but may- you can kind of name the things maybe. Yeah. Whereas th- where it's on a when it's on a macro level and it's just, like, a long phase of uh, things don't feel right, things, like, bigger, broader things are maybe going wrong, that's where it's kind of irritating and frustrating and... Like, it's a lot more subdued when it's on the macro level because I feel like you can't pinpoint. It's kind of just this vibe of things aren't happening the way that you maybe want them to happen. But when it's kind of on a micro level, shorter term, I feel like the emotions are heightened with that. Because you can, if it's a bad day or a bad interaction or a like a bad week or kind of shorter things that's when you I don't know you feel like anger and frustration Mm -hmm. and kind of 
external it hits really hard really fast it hits hard fast whereas when it's on a macro level the longer drawn out phases it's kind of like maybe you don't even realize it until you're too deep in it that you're like yeah stuff's not going right you can't pinpoint it and it's just difficult but then the longer it goes on the more it just gets like diluted and I feel like that's when obviously it's harder to get out of. Yeah. Because the longer it takes to, like, get in it and be in that phase, the longer it's going to take to get through it and get over it. I don't know which one is necessarily better or worse, because I think first you think, like, maybe, obviously, like, the macro, the bigger thing, it's, like, longer and more drawn out. But I do think that those, like micro little things they're very heightened they can hurt really hard really fast and the first thing that came to mind for me with that was you find out something that somebody said about you or you're like excluded from something in a way that really bothers you things like that I think interactions with people for me are what those micro things can be that like could hit really hard I feel like the micro stuff is more things happening to you yeah not you going through things does that make sense like yeah it's less focused on you yeah and more focused on things that are happening around you or to you or but to not you. like who you are but when it's the when it's like a real thing like an event or something that you can understand a lot easier i feel like that it's easier to get over and move past and like yeah get through so i would say obviously both are challenging and difficult this is difficult phases of life but the macro i think is a lot more challenging yeah because i think that when you're going through a long period of time where you don't feel like yourself maybe things don't feel right it doesn't feel like something that's happening to you it legitimately just feels like who you Life. are and it, feel, it, it feels, feels like, like this is how in. it is it feels like this is it yeah like. yeah and so even though like you said it can maybe be more diluted like it's not like one event that's really like a stab at you like those like micro little things can be it's just everything is lower yeah it's this drawn out thing and it and it feels harder because I think you identify with it a lot more it starts to feel like this is how every day is feeling it's this is the day-to-day yeah it is And I think that that macro scale is what each of us are feeling a little bit right now. To be honest, these past couple months living in Singapore have been very difficult and have not necessarily been what we expected. And I think that that's really hard for me because we grew up in Hong Kong. We were young and that was like an incredible time of our lives. We moved away from Hong Kong back to New Hampshire for high school and Honestly, like, I had a difficult time in high school at certain times. Like, there were a lot of times that it was really good, but there were also a lot of times where I felt really out of place. I felt like I didn't have a good friend group. I felt like it wasn't what my life should be like or what I saw for myself or what I wanted for myself. And what was kind of my, like, glimmer of hope or, like, the thing that I saw for myself was the day that I get to travel and be independent and reconnect with that part of me who I felt like I was in Hong Kong so for most of my high school like this opportunity to live abroad and travel again was like where I saw myself and it was like the thing that I was holding on to to get me through 
past hard times. And now it's here. And it's honestly disappointing. Really disappointing. And that has made it so painful because it's like it was the thing that was getting me through other hard times, yet it in itself has turned out to be a hard time. And that, like, is really hard to wrap my head around as well because it's like, so what is next? Like, I thought that this was it. Right. And it's And now you're back to, like, trying to find something else that gets you through to the next moment. And it's like, every bad moment, you're... yeah trying to get to the next moment and then yeah it's just a cycle. and on a similar level when high school was really difficult in terms of like maybe social situations or mental health type things doing well in school making sure that I was learning and getting good grades and all of that was something that I worked really hard on because I saw the benefit of that getting me to a different place when I got out of it it was like if things are going to be hard right now, the thing that I can control is working hard and getting good grades and like setting myself up to have a position where I can be somewhere else that I want to be after this. And literally that was, so we're both students at Northeastern University in Boston and we chose that school. We both loved it because there were a lot of opportunities. Like literally right now we're in school, we're interning abroad in Singapore. Mm-hmm. So we chose that school because there were so many opportunities to travel while you're in school and to live in different places and to have Mm -hmm. a ton of different experiences and so I both of us kind of spent high school channeling our energy into doing well so that we could have a next step when that next step came and it's like obviously like I would not change anything in the world about like getting into the school that I want to get into going to that school but with the situation with COVID and stuff that turned out being somewhat of a disappointment too. And I know that that was like for a lot of people, but we are the age where our freshman year was like the first the biggest, full the COVID, biggest year. COVID year. Yeah, like it hit us at the end of our senior year of high school. And actually we were planning on graduating early anyways. Uh, yeah. COVID for mm-hmm. high school like didn't really affect us because we were we graduated pretty much at the same time that school ended but what we were planning to do was do internships abroad which we weren't able to do so that was actually two years ago from right now was actually when we first wanted to do internships abroad and that was like what we were working towards what we were dreaming of that was like the hope and the thing that we were both like moving towards and then that didn't turn out as planned either and then it was like okay, well, we get to go to college, we get to be in Boston and be in a city and meet new people and be in this more exciting place. And then we couldn't do anything because of everything was shut down. We, and I feel like that's obviously a universal experience. Like, yeah. you're, everyone was excited for potentially, like, a new start after a few months of COVID, and now here we are. Yeah. And But the fact that it's universal doesn't take away from how it has affected us and how it has affected each of you and, like, the things that it has made you feel. Because our freshman year of college, we were literally in a motel down the street. Our school, because you have to, like, have buildings for I, that's, kids I feel like and that's stuff. A, and, that was a common thing. Like, school yeah. started because you, they had to spread people out. But it was separated from campus, and it was not a nice place to live. Like, it wasn't a... Clean, super clean yeah. 
you know, as no dorm is. Yeah. But But the fact that also all of your freshman year of college was online on a computer from, like, some random, like, motel, hotel room, it just didn't feel right. And that's kind of the thing is that things just haven't felt right and haven't added up in the way that they should be. And I feel like those things have been piling up for a while now. Like, the fact that I am going to be a junior in college the next time that I step foot on Boston's campus is actually insane because I feel like I haven't had any college experience. And so my point in bringing all of this up is that a lot of the time it's not those micro, small things. Sometimes it's like just compounded events. It's just like a time period. Yeah. And personally, for a while now, I think things have been compounding where I've just had a lot of waves of not fully feeling like life is going my way or being somewhat disappointed in situations that I have worked hard for or dreamed of or expected something different from. And And obviously, like, things go up and down and there are good moments and bad moments and everything. Mm Mm-hmm. But I feel like right now, especially the last couple months, have been, like, a long phase of just difficulty. Mm -hmm. And how has it been difficult? I mean, we've talked about how living here has been challenging. And, like, we haven't gotten into super specifics, and I don't know if we will, because the challenges that are specific-specific to us are going to be different than the challenges that are specific to you. But I think there are a few overarching themes in like Mm -hmm. a challenging time if you're going through a longer phase of difficulty in your life I think a lot of things kind of happen similarly Mm -hmm. every time to everyone so right now I know like we're pretty alone here like there's a huge sense of feeling alone for sure and I know even like in Boston or at home, if I've had a difficult phase, e- like, loneliness is a feeling that comes with that. And that's going back to social life. Mm-hmm. Whether, I feel like right now, we're in a phase where we don't have a social life and that's building. But also, if you're going through a rough time, your social life is affected and you kind of spend less time socially. So, either way, that goes, like, that impacts feelings of loneliness i think feeling trapped in a certain situation a certain feeling and especially right now a certain place i think it's literally right now we're having a feeling of feeling trapped because we're like physically yeah even i mean we're lucky where if we ever needed to leave like we Mm -hmm. we could but traveling or moving around of any capacity is super difficult with COVID and yeah. just rules and restrictions. Yeah. You know, we kind of stepped into a brand new country, brand new culture, and are feeling a bit trapped in the sense we're like physically, legally, structurally, like it is actually physically hard to get out and leave if we wanted. Even like being in an apartment we're kind of here like 90% of the time if you're in an environment where you kind of have 
a life going on like you and COVID obviously has changed a lot but you don't necessarily spend 100% of your time at home yeah you go to school you go out you go to work you go to the gym like your life just naturally takes you to different locations throughout the day and throughout as you go through life but that's just not the case right now and that makes life so boring and dull and repetitive and also i think the sense of like even here when we do go places and we do go somewhere like you have to sign in with your phone everywhere you have to follow very specific rules which i know are in place because of covid but like down to the number of people who you're allowed to be standing with and having to literally scan in every door that you enter like like some things having to do them repeatedly and repeatedly give you this real feeling of being trapped and i think that is starting to kind of take over and spill into different emotions and feelings and it doesn't have to be like physically being trapped like that because i think that that is a common feeling whenever you're going but, through I mean, a hard like time both physically and mentally trapped. yeah like whenever you're going through a hard time it's easy to feel trapped in the state that you're in and in the feelings that you're in and like not even never gonna get out of that not even talking about covid but in a long period of time like we said before things feel just like this is your life it's not it's not something happening to you it's something that you're like living in because kind of the micro shorter Mm -hmm. term more kind of explosive bad or challenging things and phases when they happen so quickly and intensely like you know as it as bad as it feels like you can kind of feel the progression as it's happening of something you know coming on super strong and then it peaks and then maybe you can feel it Mm -hmm. fizzling out it stays challenging the entire time but you can kind of feel the progression and you know maybe subconsciously that it's it's going not permanent yeah but if it's a long phase then you can't really feel that you don't feel the progression as you know as it's happening you kind of just feel like this is what's happening Mm -hmm. and that can contribute to feeling trapped in it because when you're in that state for so long it's like the longer you're kind of in that difficult phase it makes it feel a lot harder and a lot more intangible and unreal to move past it and it makes everything else in your life feel harder so i know like these past few months for the first time in my life in a long time i have found it really challenging to have a good sleep schedule to stick to a routine to be productive and get things done like it truly is spilling over to make everything else more challenging and so if you're going through a period of difficult mental health or feeling like the world isn't going your way and things are really challenging like that is such a common thing that it takes over everything in your life and it makes you feel like you are a different person than you are or it makes it feel like like in Catherine said like it's not something that's happening to you but it's just the way that your life is and how it is because those feelings of loneliness being trapped in a situation not being able to get out of certain feelings or mindsets in your head that just feels like shit it feels like shit and it overwhelms you it overtakes your life and it feels sometimes like where is where is the other side where is the end so what do you do 
what do you do when life is difficult like this? Macro or micro? Unpopular opinion for me. Let it suck and be horrendously bad for a moment. Yeah. I think the worst thing that you can do is when you're really feeling something to suppress it. Because those things are going to have to come up at some point. And if you don't process them (laughs) and understand those feelings in the moment, then it's only making it heavier for yourself later. My go-to is to suppress them. But I would say don't do that. Yeah. And I'm trying not to do that. So that's step one. Step two is to once you've like passed the phase of feeling it and like allowing yourself to feel it. Once you like feel it enough to understand kind of what's going on, Mm -hmm. then you can, it's still going to suck and it's still going to be absolute shit. But once you've felt it enough to understand it, then you've kind of put yourself in a place where you can attempt to move on from it or like to try and make it better. And once you're at that point, you can refocus your efforts and kind of try to put effort into physically moving past it or that's not working and you're not like intentionally consciously moving past something you can try to if this works for you because I know it may not be healthy for everyone but you can like distract yourself with things enough it's kind of the same thing as like just channeling your energy into something else but doing something that kind of gets you away from thinking too much about how bad things are or like feeling it for too long you know shift your focus distract yourself a little bit until you no longer need a distraction yeah I think similarly the thing that I usually think about is let yourself feel all of the emotions and feelings that you're feeling but don't identify with them think of them more as like this is a feeling that I'm feeling right now not I am this, this is me, right? Because when you identify with something, it makes you feel like you can never move past it and you can't ever feel something else or be something else, which is not true. Everything negative that you're feeling is a feeling that is happening to you, is a feeling that you're feeling, but it's not who you are. It's not what you are. And so I think you need to let yourself feel those things, but you can't like identify with them and attach yourself to them because then you can never separate from them and the goal in feeling them is not to attach yourself to them forever but it's to allow those feelings to come to understand them to let them serve their time and then to be able to bring yourself out of that let on them the other have side their moment. exactly let them have their moment and then I feel like if you allow yourself to experience negative feelings eventually you'll realize that they aren't you and that it's just like something that's coming through and happening and then it's gonna go because everything that you're feeling like they're all human emotions and feelings that just about everyone feels another huge thing that is so important for you to do is you need to be kind to yourself you need to continue to show up to yourself speak nicely to yourself do everything good that you can to yourself because think about it if everything else in your life feels like it's going wrong if everything else in your life is hurting you then why would you on top of that hurt yourself right like why would you add to that by being mean to yourself because that's the one thing that you can control in these situations is what you do how you react how you talk to yourself, how you treat yourself. And so you need to do that in a positive way. 
And so what does that look like, I guess? Because it's hard not to pile onto these situations and not, again, to identify with those feelings and kind of push them deeper and, like, dig deeper into yourself because of it. It looks like not causing more problems on purpose for yourself. I know Self-sabotage is easy to do. Yeah, that's, like, the easy button. It's, like... So true. It's just the easy button. It's so easy to just... If everything is going to shit, like, let's just... Jump on the bandwagon. Let's just make it worse, Uh even. But that just feels bad. And also, it's, like, you're not doing anyone or anything any good, especially yourself. And... Like, being good to yourself in this situation or, like, being beneficial in this situation doesn't mean not feeling shitty. It doesn't mean not letting the bad things be bad. It doesn't mean, like, yes, every negative you can eventually turn into a positive. That does not have to be while it's happening. It shouldn't be while it's happening. Don't negate, like, what's happening right now, but don't make it worse on purpose if you can have any control over it not getting worse don't make it worse Mm -hmm. um but that just means like with you and you like internally with you that means anything that never touches an external source like your routine like your you know what i mean like the things that don't touch external sources are controlling your routine what you do with any time you have like sticking to if you know the fundamental basics of like who you are I know for people who listen to this podcast likely it's eating nutritious food to whatever extent you're able to do that when you're going through a difficult time going to the gym or staying physically active like moving if you have a specific person that you can or want to talk to like keeping those foundations that you know are positive and enjoyable and helpful and beneficial to you keep doing those and even if it takes a lot more effort and even if doing those in a time where there's a lot of discomfort and it's like during a challenging time whatever that manifests and whatever that is for you what you're experiencing doing that stuff may not feel like it's making an impact because it's maybe taking you from like super low to a little bit higher taking you maybe to neutral like it may not feel like it's taking you to feel like you're on top of the world because that's number one not what you want to be in that situation that's like not where you need to be keeping those foundations and sticking to the things that you know are like fundamental to you that keeps your head above water a little bit it may not feel it but is making such a difference Mm -hmm. in not making a difficult time even more challenging. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. Even if 
there's just one thing that you can do to put the effort and energy into yourself. I think this is a part of the reason why health and fitness and having a positive relationship with yourself, working on your mindset, all of the self-development things, like this is why all of that is so important because it gives you tools and things that in difficult times you can still stick with because like we mentioned at the beginning of this episode it's so much easier when everything feels right to stick with healthy habits and routines it is so much harder when external things or internal things feel hard to stick with your routines and keep putting effort into you and try to keep some sort of positive mindset some sort of routine but that's also when it's the most important because you can't add to things by like also tearing yourself down all that you have control over is how you react what you do how you speak to yourself as well because it's not only like keeping up with healthy positive habits it's also your internal dialogue being accepting of whatever situation is happening not putting blame on yourself and you know accepting like this is how i feel this is what's happening but again not completely attaching it to yourself like having that internal dialogue where you understand and accept what's going on but you also still can think positively of yourself you still can keep putting effort and intention into yourself and with those things like as you keep putting effort into yourself and the actions like Karen said like working out eating healthy, going for a walk, journaling, like whatever it is, those kind of healthy habits that you know will help you through this, understanding that they can adapt and kind of morph to what you need. Like I know right now I don't care what like weight I'm using in the gym. Like I'm not tracking that. That is so far out of my capabilities right now. Like I'm going to the I'm working out now because I know it's gonna, number one, keep me on some sort of routine and keep me doing something, but it also, for the mental clarity and for just the movement to feel good and feel a little bit better, like, that's what I'm doing it for. Right now, I can't comprehend, like, oh, I was, like, one plate yesterday, like, in six months, like, how do I get to two plates? Like, I, that is so far from me right now. But that doesn't matter, right? Because the purpose of what you're doing is different if you are journaling and all you're doing is like mind dumps whereas before maybe you were following prompts and kind of having more targeted questions like adapt it to what you need and what you're capable of and what you have the energy and space for right now like that is completely fine that's why you have those habits like that's the reason for them if something is part of your lifestyle like that's what it's supposed to do it's supposed to adapt and change and you know grow and be what it needs to be for you in the moment Mm -hmm. and the more that you do one thing and can stick with one thing the more it gives you the momentum and strength to keep up with other things I know for me like fitness and working out is always so central like that is ingrained in me And so that is like the one thing that I push myself to keep up with through everything. And I don't put too much pressure maybe on things surrounding it, but I know that when I can stick to that one central thing, it makes it a lot easier to show up in different areas and keep up with different habits and routines. So maybe don't overwhelm yourself by saying I have to keep up with all of these things, but if you can pick one thing that you know will make you feel better and you can stay really consistent with that, Mm -hmm. it'll trickle down into the other pieces and eventually you will eventually be picking up all these other things and doing the other things too. But 
Start smaller and don't overwhelm yourself. Also, it's super likely and super natural if you're going through a difficult time to not have any motivation at all to do those things. Like, that is okay. And it's okay to kind of alter the frequency. Like, if you need to take more rest days during the week because you're mentally exhausted Mm -hmm. or physically exhausted, like, that's okay. Adapt it. Make it what it needs to be for you. Like, I know recently, do I wake up every day and have the motivation, like, I can't wait to go to the gym. Absolutely not. But I know that if I don't, I'm going to feel so horrendous. So I do. Yeah. Right? So sometimes it's not even the act of doing these things to make yourself feel better. It's like you may be at the point where you're doing things to make yourself not feel worse. Mm -hmm. But that's so important. Like all of this is keeping you afloat so that you don't feel worse and that you don't like start compounding all of the bad things and just falling into a pit of just not good and you know what's good for you and I would also say think about even if they're not like making you feel so much better now in the moment think about when this time period is over and when this hard time passes and you come out of it on the other side you want to be in the best position possible. So the healthy habits and the things you're doing now are not only helping you feel better now, but they're also preparing your future self so that when you snap out of this and when this time period is over, like you have put yourself in the best position that you can to keep moving forward. You know what I mean? I Like I heard somebody say that once and I think maybe they were talking about like I don't know going through a breakup or something like that about how in the moment like nothing that you do maybe even would help you in the moment but you can do things that when the time eventually passes you haven't pushed yourself deeper and you haven't backtracked like you're in a good position now to move forward from there just minimizing the damage (laughs) exactly for something that is maybe like a smaller one of those micro moments that we talked about something to also think about to clear your mind a little bit in the moment how will this feel or affect you in a month in a few months in a year because things always feel much bigger in the moment when there are those micro things than they do in the long term. Like, think back to, like, something that really hurt you or felt like a huge thing a year ago or two years ago and think about, like, how it actually all rolled out and came to be. Chances are there are things that, like, felt so huge and hurtful in the moment that you literally don't even remember like now. Like, forgot. That, like, that's... I know that that's true. There's so but many things that you've forgotten. That's part of you go through it and mm-hmm. you feel and experience what's happening in the moment because that's your life mm-hmm. and that's what's happening. In order... Like, you have to go through that in yeah. order to be able to forget it later on. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if something is, like, overwhelming you in your mind right now, thinking about... Okay, take a step back. In the grand scheme of my life... In a month, in a few months, in a year, like, this is probably going to be minor. Or how much is this actually going to affect me? Or maybe, how can growing from this help me? Or how might it actually give me opportunities for other things? Like, maybe getting rejected from a school or not getting a job that you wanted. Like, maybe that kills you so much in the moment. But think about the grand scheme of things that it might actually be opening up different pathways or opportunities for you that are actually meant to happen that you never even dreamed of yeah because also how many things have you looked back on that were really awful in the moment but you're like wait like I'm so glad that that actually happened because without that I wouldn't be in this position or without that I wouldn't have learned how to deal with this or without that I would have 
maybe been stuck at this one job or something and I would never have had the opportunity to try this other new thing, you know? Like, there are so many things that once you see how life rolls out, some of the bad things in the moment can actually be great things. And all these, like, solutions or points that we've talked about today, that can apply to, like, tangible things, like Karen said, getting rejected from a job or a dream school or something that's like something that you can write down but it can also apply to just like if your mental health is bad if your environment isn't super like anything that's kind of intangible like Mm -hmm. mental health emotions all that kind of stuff like this is so applicable to any difficult time that you may define Mm -hmm. yeah and you can't change the past you can't change what has happened or what might be happening to you right now but you can change the future you can think about like what led up to this happening what caused it and maybe what part did i have in it because then you know what changes to make moving forward to prevent the same things from happening again or maybe to prevent something worse or bigger from happening again right this what's happening right now might be so that you can learn how to prevent something even worse happening in the future if nothing else every that could be what it's for this is another thing that I've been, it's completely separate, but another thing I've been thinking about a lot recently is each new generation, like, society, whatever, it gets so much harder to fail, like, mentally, which is just irritating because you're supposed to fail. How else do you, how else do you learn? Like, you're supposed to be able to mess up and try things without super damaging repercussions, but anyway, the point is, like, what do you mean it gets harder to fail? I just, like, there's so many repercussions, I don't know, like, social media as well, and just... Like, it makes it harder on you when you fail, or it's impossible to fail? No, it makes it harder on you. It's definitely not impossible to fail. Oh, it's like, like, cancel culture type things, where it's like, you can't make a mistake. It's hard to learn from a mistake and move forward. It makes everything seem detrimental. There's no longer, like, space to learn from your mistakes, or space to make mistakes in order to grow when... Like, that's life. You're supposed to make mistakes left and right so that you know how to not do that in the future. Like, that's the whole point. And part of going through rough times, which you will forever go up and down in your life, but part of the lower moments is so, like, you learn things from it. Eventually, once you're out of it, you look back and you learn things from it. But, like, Mm -hmm. anyway, failure... That's a different topic, but... I feel like we could have a whole episode on, like, cancel culture kind of thing, but not even just cancel culture. I do agree I think that, like... that's an easy way to describe this, it, this, but that's kind of the whole... Maybe it's because people are so, like, interconnected with social media and stuff. Everybody knows everything that other people do, right? So it's hard to, like, when you make one mistake, it's like, everyone hears about it. Everyone learns, and it's hard to separate that or to move on. I just feel like everything is so much more serious things that don't even need to be like also with tough times like difficult phases in your life I they feel a lot more serious and a lot more groundbreaking and Mm. impossible to get through and this feels a lot bigger than it needs to be so now for some poetry instead of a double take today because it has been a bit of, like, a heavier episode, in and a sense. It, what are we going to do? Ask you, what is the shit going on in your life? We're just going to read people's issues. We figured that we're going to read some quotes, or as in Catherine said, 
maybe a little bit of poetry Some poetry that may be an inspiring way to finish off today's episode this is not my quote there's no author on it so if it's yours all credit to you amazing and we love it you're a real human being who's living and breathing in this world who's healing and moving through seasons of beauty and seasons of change and seasons of evolution each and every day your experience in this world will never be perfect will never be flawless but it will be real it will be honest, and I hope you learn how to embrace that. Oh, Gorge-tastic. gorge That's one that I can read. And finally, the life in front of you is more important than the life behind you. Trust that. Trust yourself. Give yourself as much love and care as you can. And know that we love and appreciate you as well, and that we are always here for you. Whether it's just through listening to our podcast, or whether you want to join the Girls With Goals group chat, it's always linked in the description. Whether you want to message us on Instagram, like... In every way that we possibly can be, we are here for you. And thank you for listening because that's how you guys are here for us. And we're so appreciative. Follow at Girls with Goals Pod on Instagram. Follow each of our personal accounts in Catherine Kinneen and Carolyn Kinneen. Give the show a rating. It helps us out. And we will see you next Monday. Bye. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this ambition card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the ambition card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The ambition card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors.